You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 75. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey team, this is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast. I am always here to bring you fitness, health, nutrition information, things that you can take away the day you hear them and put them into play in everyday life. So we've got a great episode today, as always, and we're going to talk about four different things that you need to feel in order to change your body. And so instead of focusing so much on how many calories are you eating, are your nutrients correct, how much sodium, all the things that I still work with my clients on doing, I have realized that these four things that relate to how you feel might actually affect your body more than anything else. So we're going to move right into that after we do Eagle Tip of the Week, because I did find an article that I found very interesting, especially for the ladies. And it basically says, the title of the article was, Exercise Gives Women Instant Memory Boost. So, of course, the first thing that caught my eye is it said women, and I was curious if that actually meant it does not apply to men. And then, of course, I'm always happy to get some memory help as I get older, and everybody gets older. Sometimes I'm starting to think, oh, I'm getting older. I can't remember the things I used to remember. But according to this article, women actually are seeing an increase in memory right after they work out. So new science suggests that a memory will stick more easily if it's followed up by a quick workout if, it very clearly says, if you are a woman. So what they did is they basically had women do several different tests and what they realized were if they were studying something and then they went for a run, they were more likely to remember what they were studying versus if they worked out before they started studying. And I think that's so interesting and I think they should really get this information into colleges for women so that they know, go ahead, sit down and study and then go for a quick run because it's going to help you. Then it does actually say that the memory recall improved significantly in female students. Male students saw no improvement. Isn't that interesting? I'm not sure uh, why, and they didn't quite get to that part as to why that might be, but hey, it's good for the ladies. Make sure you go for a run after you study something that you want to remember. All right, well, talking about the mind and remembering things, let's move into the mind and feeling things. Now, we live in a time where we are very, very, very not present, right? We are always staring at our phone. We are always checking social media. We are checking our posts, how many people liked it, how many people liked that person's post, all this stuff, and we are so not present. I think more than ever before in life, people are just not present, and therefore they do not sit at any time to feel an emotion, which means we don't really know what's going on in our minds And that affects our body so, so very much. So here are four different things I want you to start thinking about. If you're struggling with your weight, if your weight goes up and down, if you yo-yo diet, if you're not happy with the body that you see in the mirror, 
I want you to take this episode very seriously, literally get out a piece of paper and a pen right now, and you need to go through these four different feeling questions that we're gonna cover and see how you would answer them. And these answers perhaps could be a breakthrough for you and change your body. So let's get started. Number one, how do you feel when you eat healthy? And this is something I talk with my clients a lot about. So my clients very often, 10 to 15 days into my program, start emailing me. And I usually get them within the same week, which is very interesting. It takes a certain amount of time to start feeling this. But they'll email me and they'll say things like, oh my gosh, I'm amazed at how much more energy I have. Or I hear this one a lot. Since starting your program, I have never slept better. Or another one my athletes often say, since starting your program, my runs have never felt so good. So in their running, they felt like they had more energy, they're PRing, their times are good, they don't feel wiped out. All of these feelings are something that we need to start getting present with. So I want you to ask yourself, how do you feel when you do eat healthy? So when you get on track with healthy eating, whether it's my program or, you know, just eating real food and cutting out some of the processed foods and you're diligently eating a healthy regimen of nutrition, how do you feel? The next time you go through this, I want you to actually like three to five days into it, sit down with a piece of paper and write down some words that explain how you might feel. You need to get really present in this feeling because this has been a game changer in my life and is what really has helped me maintain my body for the last 13 years. And I often tell you guys, my weight only goes up between two pounds. In the last 13 years, I either weigh 120 or 122. That is my little range. And it's because I've gotten very present in how I feel when I eat healthy and I love the way I feel when I eat healthy. I don't want to go back to old ways because I felt so terrible before. So I have really embraced it. I I can close my eyes and I can feel what healthy eating feels like to me. And then I can close my eyes and tell you what unhealthy eating feels like for me. I'm not talking visually. I'm not saying, oh, I hate the way I look when I eat unhealthy. I'm not even saying I like, well, I shouldn't say it. I do like the way I look when I eat healthy, but it's not as important to me as how I feel. So again, be really present in how you feel. Now, once you can really define all these wonderful words of how you feel when you eat healthy, number two is how do you feel when you do not eat healthy? So you know what I'm talking about. You have those weekends when you go into some kind of binge and you eat terrible. Or how about when you travel and you just completely throw in the towel and you're like, I'm not going to care at all. I'm going to eat anything I want for the next 10 days on this trip, which can really be a bad thing 10 days later, right? I'm all for having, you know, days of trying things and enjoying your trip and certainly not being 100% on track. But if you are eating unhealthy day after day after day, How does it make you feel? Now, I know for me, again, this was that game changer in my life when I got really present with how I felt after I'd have some of those weekends. So when I was in college, I used to go visit my sister with our best friend, and we used to seriously eat so much. 
We ate so much garbage. We were very into cereal back then. We'd have so much cereal. And then of course we were in college, so we were drinking. And I'm sure a vegetable never hit a plate. And whenever I would go to visit my sister on those weekends, I would come back feeling, oh, just so, so terrible. I would be bloated. I would be constipated. I was usually exhausted. I was lethargic. And so at that point, you don't even want to work out because you feel so sluggish. You feel blah. I was always depressed when I got home. Um, I actually got to a point where if you pushed on my body after like a lot of days of not eating healthy, if I touched my skin, it would actually like hurt, almost like muscle soreness in the sides of my body. And I got to the point where I'm like, I am so tired of feeling like this. Like it's so terrible to me. And I got really present with how that felt to the point that I didn't want to feel that way anymore. Meaning the next time I would go to visit her or even today as an adult when I go on vacations, I don't want to have a whole weekend of eating terrible the whole weekend because I know how it's going to make me feel. Now, it's besides the fact that I'm going to put on five to 10 pounds in a weekend potentially of bad eating, it's that I don't want to feel that way anymore. And when you can get really present with those feelings and when you can sit down and write all the words that you relate to when you eat really unhealthy, that's when all of a sudden things are going to start to change for you. Meaning the next time you have that situation and you know it's coming, that weekend trip or you're going out with the girls and you know a lot of bad eating and alcohol potentially is going to happen, I want you to sit with those words that you felt that you know you feel when you eat unhealthy and see if that's something that you want to feel again. Now, I'm not saying you can't have a drink and I'm not saying you can't have a meal that's not healthy. You can totally have a meal that's not healthy. I'm talking about, you know, the one meal that's not healthy and then lunch isn't healthy and then dinner's not healthy and then throw in the towel, go ahead and have the whole bottle of wine and three desserts because at this point, who cares? You've already done so bad. That which goes on and on and on and it really makes you feel terrible. The next day, the next few days, it takes days to recover from anything like that. So I ask you, when is the last time you really just sat in how you felt after a bad weekend of eating, a trip of bad eating, you know, you get home and just sat there. Not, oh my gosh, I hate that I can't button my pants. I hate the way I look. Not the visual, but the feeling of what it felt like in your skin. That's what I want you to start to engage in, start to get really present, all right? So number three, another feel. How do you feel about your body? So now I want you to get really present and tell me, when you put a bathing suit on and you look in the mirror, because come on, we all do that, right? Generally, right before we go out in our bathing suit, we just take a quick look in the bathing suit. How do I look? Do you look in the mirror and think, ugh, How many people, if I could get a show of hands, but it's a podcast, how many people absolutely say yuck, ugh, they look and they frown and they're angry and they're sad. How many people look in the mirror and like, all right, not bad, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful for that body and hey, that's that looking pretty good here, right? I think that sadly, like 95% of us and of course more women than men are looking in that mirror and we're cringing 
and we're sad and we're unhappy and we're depressed versus the people who smile or give themselves a little thumbs up, looking good, this is what I got, and I'm proud of it and confident. I don't think there's enough of that. So many people are definitely looking at themselves and the negative self-talk comes in. And here's the thing. You can definitely feel that way. I'm not telling you to pretend you don't feel that way. What I'm telling you is if you feel that way and you're so angry, depressed, bitter, ugh, yuck, ungrateful about your body when you look it in the mirror, I want you to change that thought and that feeling and I want you to make it, okay, I do not like what I look like in the mirror, so... I'm going to get powerful. I'm going to get strong. I'm going to get able and I'm going to make a change. So there's a very big difference between looking at those two people, right? There's one that looks in the mirror and they feel terrible and depressed and unhappy when they look at that body. And then I want you to turn that around and I want you to look at that person. And it's okay if you don't love the way you look, but can you look at yourself and say, I am strong enough. I am able I'm going to empower myself to make a change so that I can stop looking in the mirror with so much anger and sadness and depression. You've got to realize that you are the one who has the power to make the change. And instead of always complaining about how you look to your husband, to your boyfriend, and again, mostly this is for women. There are definitely some men, but this is primarily for the women. If you're complaining about it, stop. Because your boyfriend, your husband, your friends, your best friend, nobody can change your body except for you. And so you need to change this feeling and you need to use it to empower yourself to feel, okay, I'm going to take this negative energy and I'm going to turn it into empowerment and I am going to do something about it. To me, there is nothing more empowering than taking control of your weight and your health. I think my clients, when they finish my program and they reach their goal weight and they've dropped 10 pounds and 15 pounds and they didn't have to starve to get there, when they do that, they feel like they can do anything because they really took control. And now they feel good, right? That was number one. They're eating healthy. They feel good now every day. And from that, so many doors open in your life. And again, this is all about getting really present in how you feel and therefore how you're going to act as well and taking that action. So again, if you're that person and you're looking in the mirror and you don't like what you see, well, for one, just know that that's probably 95%. I almost could say 99% of people, even people you think who have the most fabulous body in the world, sadly, probably look at themselves in the mirror and are not happy. And that's, it's really sad. We live in a time where people think they need to be perfect and you absolutely do not need to be perfect. But you can change your thoughts and you can get very empowered to do something about it. Now, the last feeling that's going to change your body is how are you feeling when you're driven to eat unhealthy? And what do I mean by that? So you ever have that emotional eating time where something happens a stressor occurs, something at work, your toddler threw a tantrum, your husband pissed you off, could be a million things. Whatever that stressor might be, it sets you off and you decide, I am going to comfort eat, I'm going to binge eat, I'm going to eat all this crap because this happened to me. So 
after years of struggling with my own weight long ago, all right, back in my 20s, I was definitely a person who was sad. I was lonely. I had uh, come off uh, an engagement in my 20s that didn't work out. We broke up and I ended up moving out, living alone. I, I was lonely. I was sad. It was seriously the most unhealthy time of my life because I was using all of that to then go eat to fill that void. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I kind of would say like, well, if I don't have a boyfriend, then I can eat this entire ice cream carton on a Friday night because that's what's going to make me happy. And if I have a bad breakup, I'm going to go eat Chinese food five days in a row because that's going to make me happy. No, I never made me happy. <laughs> at all. And after working with clients in weight loss for the last eight years, I can honestly say that I think one of the main reasons the majority of people struggle with their weight is because they are simply unhappy. And they're using the sweets. You tell me you have a sweet tooth and, and they're eating sweets all the time. They're using fattening foods that oh taste oh so good to fill that void of happiness that they do not have. And what we really have to feel and really get present with is the fact that you only feel good from that sweet treat or that fattening food for what? A matter of seconds? Okay, even if it's a matter of minutes. So you eat that Chinese food, you're enjoying it. Literally, the bowl is empty because of course you're eating it all if you were like me back in the day. And then you feel guilty, depressed, bloated, potentially constipated, and all of that makes you feel worse than you did before because now not only do you have that problem of the ex-boyfriend or the bad breakup or the unhappiness and the lonely, now you're also like retaining a ton of water, you're gassy, your weight is up, and you look terrible in everything you're wearing when you look in that mirror, and you're just pissed off and you're more upset than before you had that emotional eating outburst. So you really have to start to get present the next time you have one of these emotional eating binges because people do see it coming. Because I have clients a lot who say, okay, I'm emailing you now. When you see my food log, just know I had an emotional eating session. And more than not, people know they're about to do it and they just, they give in, they don't care because they're not really present in it. They're not thinking, how's it going to make me feel afterwards? The last time I had the emotional eating, did it help? I mean, has the entire carton of ice cream ever fixed the problem at work? No. And of course, I know it's so much easier to say than in that moment. But at the same time, I just don't think people get present enough in how it felt after you did commit the binge eating. You know, how did it feel? Did it, did it make you feel better? No. So maybe it's going to stop you the next time. Maybe it's going to stop you from not eating the whole carton of ice cream, right? Maybe it's going to slow you down. Another reason people tend to go to that binge eating and the comfort foods, um, it's not only filling the void of, of the happiness sometimes, but often people are just bored. You know, especially as we get older, and there's so many times in our lives and things are changing. And I think when we're younger and, and we're getting married and life is so exciting, we're getting married, we're buying a new home, you're always sort of like busy with something. You're buying a home, you're decorating a home, you maybe you have a wedding. And then we have babies and our life is so busy with the babies and the toddlers. And the, 
And as the kids get older, you know, our life tends to, things actually do slow down. If you are a mom listening with a baby, you probably can't even think past the diaper. But I'll let you know that things do slow down. And for some people, they get bored. So a ton of people are stay-at-home moms and they're taking care of these babies and toddlers. And then the kids grow up. Sometimes, you know, you have them move out. They're going to college. And you might realize you're bored. And when that happens, a lot of people turn to food just to give them something to do. So they're sort of obsessing about food all day because they really don't have something engaging to do. So often, it's not that you're necessarily unhappy, but maybe you're just so bored and it's time for you to find a hobby, to find something to fulfill your time in a positive way. So, I mean, I know, you know, when I got married, things got happy for me, things got busy for me, and I left that stage of unhappiness and being overweight. The weight just kind of started coming off because I was now happy and I was busy and I had a child and I was busy and then I started my business and I'm super busy and my life continues to be wonderful and, you know, trust me, I do have my bad days and I even have bad meals, I promise you. Um, But what I'm saying is, As I stay busy, my focus isn't food so much. So if, again, you are that person who finds that you lean towards the binge eating of the sweets or the McDonald's, whatever it might be for you, are you happy? Are you unhappy? Are you bored? Are you filling a void of some sort? Feel it. Get really present with it. I think that's what's important, getting really present with how that feels. Dig a little deeper right now for your weight issues. If you're having weight loss issues, dig deeper than am I eating the right amount of calories and find out why you're having these emotional eating binge type things. And maybe you need to see a therapist to help you unveil some of these things at a slightly deeper level. And what if they could help you unveil some things that helped you? I mean, that would change everything, right? There's nothing wrong with going out and seeing a therapist to see if there's something at a deeper level. I mean, I was in therapy for years and years and years, if that makes you feel any better. My dad was a therapist, so it's very normal in our household to have a therapist. Um, And it does help you speak to an unbiased person. And if you are unhappy, find a great therapist and see if you can work the issues out at hand so that you stop using food as your band-aid because that's really all that it's doing. It does not fix the problem. So in summary, and again, if you're really serious about making some health changes, you want to change your body, you're tired of the diets, you know, you keep going back, the the yo-yo dieting, the weight up and down, nothing's changing, you always come back to the same place. I want you to get your pen and paper out right now. I want you to ask yourself, how do you feel when you eat healthy? I want you to write down 10 words how you feel or write a paragraph out however you want to write it but literally write down how do you feel when you eat healthy then i want you to write down how do you feel when you eat poorly when you eat unhealthy right there that list of words of how you eat when you eat healthy and unhealthy those should be a piece of paper that you can grab at any time or put it on your phone. So if you're about to have a moment of binge eating, I want you to grab this list and I want you to read it first. See if you can at least read the list first and if it's going to mean anything to you. And number three, how do you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror? 
Be really honest with yourself. And are you going to use that to help yourself and get empowered and strong and able to make a change? Or are you constantly just going to look in the mirror and be unhappy and depressed and not do anything about it? Because you are the only one who can make that change. So empower yourself and take that on. And the last one is how do you feel when you're driven to eat poorly and have that emotional eating, binge eating? What were you feeling at that time that drove you to that? And I honestly think these four things, if you write these down, you get very present and what this feels like, it could be a game changer in your life just the same way that it's been a game changer in my life. And people ask me all the time, well, how do you stay accountable? Who do you stay accountable to? You know, how come your weight doesn't change? And I got present with these four feelings. Those feelings hold me accountable because I got so tired of feeling bad, looking at myself and feeling bad, feeling literal pain in my body when I pushed on it. I got tired of feeling a tight jean around my waist and bloated. When you get really present with these things, I think that's what's going to hold you accountable to not go back. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope it touched you just a little bit to know that your body, your health, it is your choice. Almost always it is your choice and you can do something about it. And small steps are much better than these extreme diets. Don't go do a detox. Don't go do some five-day cleanse where you can only drink things. Start learning how to eat a healthy diet in a lifestyle way that you can maintain. And when you can do that, you are gonna feel so good, I promise, because I live that life. That is what I preach to my clients. I do not teach my clients to do anything that I don't do myself. All right, everyone, so what's coming up? Because so much is coming up. The holidays are coming up, which can be really stressful for weight loss and your body and all of that. So we do have the holiday challenge coming up, which is a two-week super fun challenge to not gain weight over the December holidays. And we have great prizes from companies like Graced by Grit, which is a fitness clothing company. The Natural Citizen is donating prizes. Uh, Road ID is also offering some prizes. Lots of great companies are offering prizes. And you get to uh, try the new release of Rock That Six Pack, which is a series of five all new six pack videos that I created. So all of that's in the holiday challenge in December. If you're interested, go to shockthatbody.com to get more details and you can register there. I also have the 12 week earn that body. That is the full 12 week earn that body program includes fitness and nutrition. If you wanna be in the January session, which is the new year's resolution session, you need to register now. So the January Earn That Body session actually has a pre-session that comes with it, and that part starts in November. The pre-session is very basic type of information just to get you started, so you don't have to worry if you're going to be out of town for the holidays or you don't 
want to be too, you know, you're not going to be doing any calorie counting in November. It really starts in January, but that session is already almost sold out. So if you want more information on that, go to earnthatbody.com. And at any point, if you just don't know which one of my programs might be best for you, you can always shoot me an email, kim at earnthatbody.com. I'm happy to help you figure that out. And if you're a past client and you know you need a little help in January, back on track is for clients who've done Earn That Body before, just need a little help getting back on track. And that is already open for registration for January. The ETB Talks, which is not a detox, but it is the ETB Talks starts in January for anybody who's never tried one of my programs and you want to get started. uh, That's a great one as well. And then Shred That Body to put on that muscle, get ripped, get lean. For my past Earn That Body clients, Shred That Body is phase three, and that starts in January as well. So a lot going on. Next week's podcast episode, you are not going to want to miss because I'm going to tell you how to survive Thanksgiving, your Thanksgiving feast, without gaining 10 pounds. All right, so make sure you tune in next week. I hope you all have a great week, one that feels amazing. So keep checking in with how you feel and I'll get back to you next week with how to survive Thanksgiving dinner. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.